October 30, 2020. It's a Watt for Pedro show.
Lot for Pedro Show. Happy Friday. Last Friday, October. Uh, we started off with a theme, John Coltrane and Miles Davis. Oh, this was the second take. I guess they did two tries on this baby. And then uh, Alan Robbins team with uh, Going Up River from his new EP. Well, there's a couple of them. And uh, through the miracle of those Skype engineers in Estonia, <laughs> I got him on board from Manhattan. Hey, Al, thanks for being on the show again, truly. No, no, my pleasure. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're interested. So going up river, was this, well, fuck, more than interested. I'm inspired, driven. Uh, is this something to do with the Hudson? No, it's not. It, um, you know, well, yeah. Anyway, when I make something, the title is usually the last thing that happens. And, and, and frequently they go through many titles before I settle on one. And so it's really just a function of listening to it that, that I get a sense of what it is. And for whatever reason, that one really kind of reminded me of um, The Heart of Darkness, the, the story of uh, going up a river um, and things becoming, um, you know, you get further and further away from civilization and things become more and more primitive. And I, for whatever reason, as I was listening to that track over and over again, as I was making it, it just began to take on um, in my mind a, a similar kind of sense. So that's why I called it that. And then I think when um, uh, Joe... I wish I could remember his last name right now. But anyway, uh, when he started to do because this that track is actually quite old. That track was one of the leftovers from waiting for the bomb that didn't make it onto the record. So it's been hanging around in a can for a while. But anyway, he I don't know if it was the title or what, but he very quickly seemed to get the idea of it. And the and the, the kind of the, that um, scraping of the symbol and stuff, it just it, it was almost like a, a, a hull, you know, uh, kind of creaking up against the reeds as it went up the river. He just seemed to get the idea very quickly, so he enhanced it. Yeah, you know, my here's my crazy take. Why I, I, I asked you about the Hudson, because, you know, when you get up there uh, to Albany and stuff, there's the Erie Canal, the first big. Right, sure. And that connects with Cle the Great Lakes, right, Cleveland. It It connected the United States, really. I think it was our first big public work project. That's, that's absolutely true. It was proposed by uh, Thomas Jefferson, and it was DeWitt Clinton that saw it through. And I am familiar with it because uh, a vacation I've taken four times now is uh, renting a, a canal boat and piloting it in the Erie Canal. It's like kind of like a there. It's a very old design. It's actually an old English design, but it's a little like having a, a houseboat. It's got a galley in it and births and showers and all that kind of stuff you can you know you live on it quite nicely and just uh cruise on the canal i've, I've done that a number of times so yeah in right. england they call them narrow boats and it's, it's just like in holland you know they, these people that they, they live on them exactly and it's designed exactly the same way it's very it would be very easy to live on it for a long period of time yeah now i read that andy jackson was against his prize <laughs> you what yeah the Seventh president, oh. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know. But it really connected the country. Well, probably not where he was from, Tennessee. But as far as, you know, quite a quite a job by doing that. It, it kind of follows the throughway, uh, the big well, the Well, yeah, of course, it's the other way around. But, yeah, I mean, what's one of the amazing things about that is they, they didn't even use engineers when they did that. That was just a bunch of people with shovels making a way and they used they connected it to rivers where they could yeah um and ultimately the railroad used the same um layout 
to run tracks. And so frequently when you're on the canal, you have the experience of trains going by and recognizing that that was how that was what took over the canal was the railroad that's going by it. Right. Um, and that they put they kept the they uh, organized the towpath on one side of the river. And now that's a bike trail that's 360 some miles long that goes from Erie or from Buffalo all the way to Albany. Wow. And uh, I got an older gentleman friend in Cherry Valley. And he told me the big hemlock trees were good to make boats out of it in Baltimore, Fells Point. And that that's how they got there through this connection you know and then when when all the stuff in the great lakes they because the old days like you said railroads but for for really moving stuff they were the highways right sure yeah so um so that's why i was thinking that with that tune you know i just love you know my papa's a sailor so i'm always into the boat thing you know this this record these records well tell me why there's two of them (laughs) uh i mean if you want (laughs) well okay so so you know I work on music pretty much every day, so I make a lot of material. It's not all it's not all good, but I make a lot of it. And I I have a friend, uh, and he's become he's become a friend and my producer, Bill Blakeney. And I send him stuff, and we talk about it. Uh, he has his input sometimes. Sometimes he sometimes he doesn't do anything with it. Sometimes he he messes with it a little bit. Uh, sometimes he comes up with his own interpretation, and so in this process, you know, he there ultimately came a point where I had way more material than was necessary for a record. And he had this idea. He said, what if we put out a series of EPs that led up to the record? And I said, yeah, that, that'd be cool. And then the originally the idea was to put them out as real live EPs, a 45, a 12 inch 45 um, on vinyl. And then what happened was uh, the Apparently, and, I, and I'm going on his story to me, I'm not the one who's the historian on this event, but apparently there's one plant in the U.S. that makes the vinyl that records get made out of, and it's in California, and it caught fire and was put out of business. And so all of a sudden, vinyl was not an option. And then it was like, all right, so what do we do now? And, and his thing was, well, let's just put them out as CDs, EPs on CD. And we're working with this label, um, Wave Shaper Media, and the guy there was just agreeable with all of that, or agreeable to whatever. And then after the thing got, the project got underway, vinyl became available again. So now there's the EP on CD, the two of them that I sent you, and now they're going to release an LP a 45, a 12-inch 45 that has one of those on either side. And uh, that's kind of been the hang-up for getting the thing released because the release date now, I, I know I told you earlier that I wanted to wait till a release date was available before we had this conversation. And then I was told it was going to be early November, which is why we're talking now. And now just today I was told that actually the date is November 27th, so it's still a month away. But the hang-up was waiting for the, the vinyl to be finished and, you know, mastered and all the rest of it. He's and right. unfortunately, some of the tracks had to be cut a little bit to get on to the vinyl, which we had that problem uh, with, the, with the last record, too, the waiting for the bomb record. The CD, you know, CDs can take more uh, information and to keep the fidelity up. The vinyl, you get up above 22, 23 minutes, and you start to lose the fidelity. So 
some of the stuff had to be, <clears throat> um, you know, cut a little bit, I think, to get on there. Yeah, uh, it's around 20 minutes. You start losing bass, you know, because bass, the way a stylus works, uh, left to right is the amplitude, and the stereo is the up and down. And they they have to mono crossover 100 hertz down, but you're asking the stylus to do crazy things, and especially if you get the grooves too close. So I, okay. I, I know a little bit about this stuff. And you, your buddy's totally right about the plants, the situation. There are more vinyl things across the ocean there, like Furnace in Holland, and there's some Czech plants and German plants. But yeah, there's been a big bottle log, bottle up backlog with stuff because of my projects <laughs> too so log, you invented a word <laughs> <laughs> fucked it up but your buddy wasn't bullshit he's he's totally uh correct about that you know i noticed what you went to toronto to record with some guys collaborate well bill lives in toronto and he has had a long time relationship with a studio in Hamilton called Grant Avenue, which is pretty famous. A lot of people have recorded there. Brian Eno lived there for a while. Johnny Cash recorded there. Gordon Lightfoot has never made a record anywhere but there. All kinds of people have been there. And <clears throat> Bill is affiliated with that place. And so occasionally we'll take material in there to mix it. Um, we're kind of drifting away from that. But Bill... Via, he's worked with a lot of people. I mean, Yoko Ono, John Cage, uh, the list is quite long. And he knows uh, pretty much everybody on the planet. He probably knows you, but he, it's just amazing. And so he, at times, will say, you know, I'd like to let so-and-so listen to this, and I have no idea who so-and-so is. And, and it, it, he'll, he'll end up letting the guy listen to it, and, and the part will be added. And for instance, on some of these records, one of these two EPs, there's a, a pianist that appears. Yeah. <clears throat> He's in Buenos Aires. There's a percussionist that's in Holland. There's a, a guy playing uh, the uh, Ondas Martineau, which is a kind of a, an electronic instrument that's about the same age as the theremin, so turn of last century, turn of the 20th century instruments. Uh, the Ondas Martino is really an interesting instrument. The guy that invented it was a, a radio operator in World War One, and he managed to live through the war. And while he was operating the radio, he was dealing with the uh, harmonics of frequencies on tube radios, and he really liked the sound of it. And when he decided that if he managed to live through the war, he was going to try to invent an instrument that would mimic that sound. And he came up with this thing called the Onda, on, I think it's Ondas Martino. And um, this gentleman in uh, Lyon, France, France, no, it's Toulouse, France, plays it. I don't know. Bill knows him. Uh, one of the tracks, uh, that 101 under the underpass, or yeah. I think it's what it's called, he, that guy's playing on that. Um, I never met any of these people, and probably never will, but uh, they were interested in the music when they heard it, and they wanted to participate. So that's, that. you know, the the, the magic of modern technology. You can yeah, do all that kind I was of just going to say, the Internet's not all bad news. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like a knife, right? You can stab your buddy or you could cut your chow. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm thinking that the, that BBC workshop sound, what, what was her name? Daphna Or She was into like oscillators and there was a lady with tape, uh, D Delia Dar Darbyshire, Derbyshire. Uh, I couldn't tell you, but I'm okay. sure you're right. Yeah, but the, the, this... I, I, I'm, well, I'm new to this, but the electronic world has really been around, like you say, a hundred years. Yeah, the theremin is 1919, I think. 
<clears throat> and actually, one of the people that contributed to this record is, is Carolina Eek. I think it's Eek. Maybe it's Eik. But she's a German, uh, ra- born and raised in Berlin. I'm not sure that that's where she lives now. And she's, if you get a hold of, you, you check, look at her, the way it's spelled on that record. I think it's E-Y-C-K, Carolina E-Y-C-K. Check her, look her up on YouTube. You'll see some amazing stuff that she's done. Okay. One of his, uh, you know, that machine's named after the dude who invented it, right? His story is incredible, like gulag time and shit like that. But one of his protégés was Lydia Kavina, and I'm going to play some of that. Uh, But I want to play Firefly right now.
absorbing the light. Black feather, crow feather, absorbing the light, making flight.
battling wasp. I know you're supposed to do it at dawn and dusk. I'm so bored. It's at the height of day. It's time to pay. Was America set up against the black man? Will America ever care about the black man? So let me get dope. Let me put myself on the payroll. Roll, roll. I'ma make a hit. Something that stick. I'ma leave imprint. Or what's it all for? I get bored. I never went on tour. I never had a hit and shit. So need more dough. Get on a payroll. Money coming in too slow. I get money, then I need more. America set up against the black man. Yes, yes, I'm well dressed. 31, 31 jeans fit best. Yes. I need to get this off my chest. I took methadone so I can rest. Shit, now I can't sleep. I need to trim up this goatee. People ask me to rap for free. Pay me my fee, it's 1G. Don't mind me, I'll be free. Let me be. 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 Battling wasp, I know you're supposed to do it at dawn and dusk. I'm so bored. I did it at the height of day. Now it's time to pay, pay up, pay up. Trim my stash. I'm a number one question and witness cash on the family feud. On the family feud. My grandma, my and uncle too. My brother Bob. Number one job in the survey said get more specific. Number one place spring breakers kick it. They asked 100 women. Did they ever really want to go swimming? Panama City is this and Dustin. Steve broke us off with another question. My grandma, my got the question right. We won the prize, then began to fight. Cause who amongst us should get the car? You can state your case, but you won't get far. On the family feud. On the family feud. On the family feud. On the family feud.
I support pot farmers and the cops. Goldman Sachs, GM, the banks that never stop. I support big business and unions too.
called Postman Drove a Caddy, and I play synthesizer on that one, and and it's just knobs. I'm not, I'm using the the, it's a it's a remake. It's a it's a miniaturized version of my old 200, um, and it it's digital oscillators instead of uh, the analog ones. But I just play oscillators on that track. And you're talking Tony's uh, Studio G. Yes, I am. Yeah, I got to record there. Oh, good. I, I, in fact, two. He had an older one, right, with Joel, his partner, and then they got Joel a, is still his partner. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I'm pretty sure it's the same place, but uh, they've they've expanded though. They actually have the whole building now. Yeah, but there he was living above the the first one, and then they had oh, okay. a couple blocks yeah, away. Was, yeah. Yeah, this is different, but it's he's been over where the only one I've ever been in is the one he's still in now. So he's been there quite a while. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got a son, right, Milo? That's right, that's right. right. Milo is 10 years old, though. That's when I made, it was my third opera. That's when I was there, 10 years, and I cocked upstairs. And uh, and then I made uh, this other thing with Nels Klein a couple blocks from there. But that, that that's great. Uh, did he do bass? He did. We, uh, we had uh, him playing bass. There was a percussionist. Uh, actually, two of them really, and then a, an electric guitar, me, uh, a vocalist, a violin, and an accordion. Whoa! <laughs> Ensemble there. Yeah, he had that book of knots thing with uh, Joel. Okay. Uh, yeah, Firefly from your new record, one of your new EPs. Uh, Black Feather, Make Flight from Golden Ghost. L Lydia Cavina with Nick So Lydia. Uh, Sarah Wasps, Guided by Voices, Thimble Society, they're from Dayton. Johnny Mark and the Ricks, that's got the late, great uh, Frankie Onway from Suburban Lawns, Subtle Screw, Bombas Prendon. These guys never played a gig. They just made music, D.C., mm. in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, I Don't Want, and then finally, Eons from Amulets, which is kind of true. You know, we were saying off-air, talking about electronic music does not need keyboards. Doesn't need right. it. Yeah. Doesn't originate it from it or anything. It's just something I guess they got hooked together in the seventies. Or maybe the the switched on box. Who was that? Carlos, uh, Wendy. Oh yeah, Wendy Carlos. It yeah. was Walter originally. Yeah, yeah Walter. Walter Carlos. Right. Yeah. But this idea of the way you work them or interface with them is through yeah, white and black keys. And then you end up with that kind of harmonic things, but you don't need that. Right. In fact, when I saw you first, when the us Minutemen saw you guys at the whiskey, you had your thing on a table and there was no keyboard. <laughs> it was beautiful. Right. Was yeah, just... well, that's the way I learned to play it. I, the keyboard really for me was a kind of a hindrance because it was kind of locking me in in certain kinds of ways. So I really mostly just used the keys as triggers. Okay. So what was the most recent stuff since you said like the tune uh, going up river was from leftover? Was there stuff uh, that was way more recent? Yeah, well, Firefly is pretty recent. I mean, you know, it takes time to make a record. So yeah. all this stuff is already um, probably a year or so old. But uh, Firefly is, is uh, part of the batch that was made uh, for this record. So that's new. Um, and you said there was a guest on it? Uh, well, you got me now. You know, I'm going to have okay. to that's okay. pull up 
the, the Watt for Pedro show, there's no hard questions, no wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very kind. <laughs> no, because uh, I have the same trouble, man. I, I, I'm trying to remember sometimes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a mission. <laughs> so... Just interesting. I was just hearing things on this record that seemed like maybe they were kind of new approaches for you, and and now you're well, telling me you're working with this producer man. There's a third party or a well, guy Bill, who introduces Bill. the third party. Well, Bill has been actually Bill is integral to me starting up again because I was really um, I hadn't really given any thought to making music again, and I, I don't know maybe I thought I maybe I told you this last time, but I'll tell you again anyway. Um, that what happened was I got a phone call one day from uh, Robert Wheeler, who took my place in the band ultimately. And he told me that there were some guys that were making a documentary um, about folks that played analog synthesizers and, and they wanted to contact me and they had contacted him and, and he wanted to know if it was all right to give them my a contact information and, and I so I talked to him about it and I asked him if he was if they were interested in talking to him and he said they were and I asked him if he was planning to talk to him and he said he was and I said where is this happening and they said Toronto or he said Toronto and so I decided I'd, I'd play along and so the two of us went up to Toronto and I had I'd been told that uh, EML equipment was going to be in this studio where we were going to do the interview and they were going to film it. And, um, I said, is it, is it going to be operational? And they said, yes. And I said, well, if there's time, I'd like to play with Robert cause we've never played together before. So, and it'd be interesting to do. So time was made available for that. And Wheeler and I sat down and started to play. And, uh, when we we're done when the moment came when it seemed like we were finished, we stopped and the door opened and it was Bill who had been there, who was one of the guys that was, he's, he wasn't involved in it really, but he was part of helping organize it. And he said, do you guys have any idea how long you played? And I said, no. And he said, it was two and a half hours. <laughs> and I said, okay. And he said, and it's all recorded. And so when the session was over and Bill was giving us a ride to the airport, he said, I think you guys should make records out of that stuff that you did. And I said, well, okay, uh, I don't really have any idea how we would do that. And he said, oh, I'll help you do it. And so it turned out I didn't know, but he was a guy that had a training as an engineer and all this kind of stuff. So he volunteered to help us get that done. And he did. And that was, uh, City Desk and Farm Report were those t the two CDs that came out of that. And then the, that was in the spring and the following Christmas of the same year, which I think was like 2013, maybe um, a package arrived at my house in my apartment in New York. And it was a theremin and it was a, a theremini, a Moog theremin. And it was a gift from Bill, a Christmas present. And I, you know, there was no reason for him to do that, and I, I, I didn't really even know him that well, and I thought, well, there's really only one way to thank him, and that's to make something with it. And I had a Mac, and it had GarageBand on it, and I figured I can, I can figure out how to make this work, and I was able to sort out how to use GarageBand, and so I made some recordings, and I sent them to him, and then he sent me another unit. And so the same thing. It's like, okay, well, the only way to thank the guy. 
And it went on like that until I had to actually tell him, Bill, you can't send me any more toys. I don't have any place to put them. And there came a point where he said, you know, you got enough stuff to make a record now out of this that you've sent me. And that's where the relationship really kind of solidified. And that's where uh, Pharaoh's B came from. And we've been working together ever since. Uh, that's great, man. That is, I'm so glad he did that because I love your music. We're at the end of the first hour, October 30, 2020. Dishwap Peter Show special guest, Alan Robinstein. Hold tight for hour two. <laughs> uh, Electronic Music Works Model 200, which is just as, it's exactly the same as my EML 200. It's just smaller. Uh, it's digital, but it, this, the, if you do a, a spectra, is it a spectrograph, I guess? I don't know. If you look at the sounds yeah. side by side, they're, they're almost identical. So it's really good. And I have a, a, a Korg MS-20. I have a, um, a, a Doth for uh, dark uh, energy or whatever the thing's called, a little, little box. It's got some cool stuff. Um and um, I also have, which is very uh, a lot of fun. I have a, a Roland Aerophone, which <clears throat> uh, has the finger pattern of a saxophone, but it has many different voices. Um, and I I've used that for some stuff. That's fun to play, and I've used that for some stuff. So I have enough stuff that I I really don't miss the the two hundred or the one hundred one. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember uh, you playing soprano. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people, October 30, 2020. It's the second hour of the lot for Pedro Show. Mesdames, Messieurs, bonjour. La SNCF et votre chef de bord vous souhaite la bienvenue dans ce TGV à destination de Aix-les-Bains-de-Rosard, Chambéry et Paris sont terminus.
did my best You know I did I tried to make you proud of me, baby But it all went wrong Guess I'm a bad luck child And now there's nowhere left to turn It's a thousand bridges I've had to burn And so I've come to ask you, little darling Won't you take me back to New Orleans I did my best You know I did I tried to keep All the right people happy But it all fell apart Right before my eyes But I believe I could make things right If you just get on that Southbound train with me tonight And say you'll take me back to New
Tell you I was glad you answered tomorrow. 
and I believe the then the percussionist uh, made his own version of it, and then the pianist made his own version of it, and then Bill kind of contributed his version of it. Wow. A couple layers, uh, onion layers of development. Right, I got exactly. to tell the listeners, we heard up Fletcher Darrow, Al Rambenstein, Take Me Back to New Orleans, Sam Bennett, uh, Harper Roos and St. George. These were pseudonyms. One of these was Dahlia Dabashire. This record's from 1968, uh, Busy Microbes. Like I said, the BBC had this kind of, uh, I mean, what people would uh, identify as the Doctor Who theme. Hmm. This lady made this out of tape. Uh, she she wasn't really into oscillators so much. And in fact, she really bummed on the synthesizer. She got out of the game because of that. She thought everything should be done with tape. Like they'd have it coming down the hallway and wrapping around door handles and chairs. And, yeah, I've read oh, some wow. crazy ass shit about her. Then out of Brighton was the Emperor's Ice Cream within the three or four. And then Alan Rabenstein with 90 Miles to the Spanish Harbor. Who's on this? Uh, stand by, and I will tell you. Because um, you were asking me questions I couldn't answer, and I felt silly, so I pulled up the... <laughs> well, you know, we're art talking work. about the records. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, well, I think that's got Giacomo Liguori on it, and that's... Uh, the pianist who's oh no that's actually tune percussion um nope sorry oh that's okay that's yeah that is the pianist it's victor hugo morales avalan and he's the a concert pianist who lives in buenos aires and he's working he's the one who is appears on that one oh, interesting you know also hamilton because that's kind of a factory town it's right on the yes. on the lake there right yeah, Ontario. Yeah, yes, it is. It is very much a Cleveland kind of place. Yeah, I was going to say, I played there yeah. once, you know, and I, the college town is Guelph, but it's all, all that Toronto area. Yeah, and, but I've heard but it's of, a place. It's like it's like a, almost an hour away from Toronto. Yeah, 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 down, down the way because it used to be a big old polluter. The people there told me. Yeah, and it's 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 fallen on hard times. I've been there. Uh, Let's see, I don't know, four or five times, I guess. And just even between 2013 and 2020, it, you can tell that it's, it's, it's in decline. And actually, one of the days we were working there at the studio, the house next door caught on fire. Oh, man. And uh, we had to bail out, and it was really kind of touch and go whether that studio was going to burn to the ground. Fortunately, the, the fire department managed to keep the fire off the place, and there wasn't even any real severe damage to the instruments from smoke, which of course was the next thing everybody was afraid of, and the and the gear and all the rest of it, but somehow it survived with minimal damage. It really was a miracle. Oh, good, good. You know, there's this tune five at twenty eight. I want to play. What, yeah. What, what's that title up like? Again, they come last, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. I I really I don't know. I just I had it. It was a five dash twenty eight. Yeah. And I didn't like the five dash twenty eight. <laughs> And then I just looked at it and I thought, no, five at twenty-eight is better. Okay, and it's another. Lo I think it's the second longest one of the bunch. It's a big baby. Yeah. So now you're working on uh, the first record, the electron music. Right.
are waiting for me to say something cosmic, right? My balls itch.
Yeah, I, my hope is, you know, somebody said you should be making soundtracks for films. And I, my response to that was, well, I hope I'm actually making films. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I really don't feel like I should need the visual. I think if you close your eyes and listen to it, it should be a movie on its own. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. I hope so. That's you know, good. I listen right before the show, but I also, you know, I wake up like four in the fucking morning these days right yeah I <laughs> and know. i listen okay. to it with no fucking light yeah and th they are i i they're, they're bitching they're a little jerk i should tell the people we heard five at 28 old title dash forget it your truth or mine from high maya did you know the high maya i think they're cleveland guys but i don't know what era oh i was part of that band that's what i thought okay okay because uh that the smog veil guy was rapping yeah. about that yeah yeah frank frank yeah um yeah why you want me to say something about high mind well well I, I just played a tune your truth or mine but they think <laughs> frank put out a double cd of all kinds of shit yeah this is well, like just a rap at a gig yeah what happened was i moved in when i yeah so and after all the trouble with Vietnam and, and the war and the shootings at Kent State and the shutting down of universities and all that that went on, um, I left uh, college on the day they shut things down. After the, I was at Ohio State and they shot those kids at Kent. And the next day, all the universities in Ohio were shut down. And that was the end of my college career. And I moved back to Cleveland and I moved into a house in Lakewood on the third floor. I had a friend of mine living on the second floor. And shortly after I moved in, he moved out. <clears throat> and the guy that moved in after him was Bob Bensick. And Bob had taken fuzz tones and rewired them so that they were oscillators. And, you know, we got to, we were neighbors, so we got to know each other. And we started sitting around playing with these things, plugging them into the stereo and just sitting around playing with these oscillators, making noise, playing together. And he decided that, we could we could similarly make uh, port port uh, I want to say portometers, but that's not the right potentiometers. Yeah, and use them to control lighting. 
and we could have a, these series of boxes and we could play these boxes and make noise and we could also manipulate lights at the same time. And so he decided he was he was an art major guy. He decided we we're going to do a show at an art studio, an art gallery in Cleveland. It was called. Uh, uh, man, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. And that show was uh, something that became known. And uh, from there, we went and kind of started to try to make uh, other performances. And then other people got involved. And that gradually became this band, Haimaya. Okay. Okay. And after that, we had the ridiculous trio. That's his power trio out of Chicago. That's sax, tuba, drums, doing stooges. And they did Seam of the Crime, Death Trip. Israel Joseph Fye with Hard Time Dignity. Uh, Talam, Garino, Dietrich, and Watt. I was part of this uh, improvisation called tw uh, The Tune is Twelve Tongues. I guess the title came last. You know, I'm different. When I write, I have to have the title first because I got no fucking focus. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's when, good. I, when I first started, you know, we had little song. And then uh, In Search of Memory, Alan Ravenstein. You, you remember the people on that? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, you got your where, little cheat sheet? Wait a minute now. Which is. Oh, I, oh okay, okay. Uh, let's see. That one as the percussionist on it, Giacomo Liguori, although I think he's actually in Holland, but he plays, I think he plays for an orchestra in Holland, but he's, he's part, he's playing on that one. That's, okay. that is his version. That is his interpretation of my piece, Shoreleave. Oh, wow. Because uh, Shoreleave, I'm going to start the third hour off with. Because <laughs> we're at the yeah, end of the Shore, second hour. Shore Leave is the basis for all of the tracks on that on that CD. Is that right? Yeah, all of the all of the other pieces are various interpretations of the, of that piece. So they're all variations on the same theme, and that 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 Shore Leave is the root of the theme. Wow. Yeah, I, I you know my papa's a sailor. I know about shore duty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get to have your feet on the land. We're at the end of the first, no, second hour, October 30, 2020, Dishwat Peter Show, special guest Alan Ramstein. Hold tight for hour three. October 30, 2020, it's the third hour of the Watt for Peter Show.
Off the Pedro Show, we start off the third hour. Shorely from Alan Ravenstein. Life on the Prairie, another umbrella. Bronze Age uh, UFO out of uh, Balmore with Alice Cooper. Not Alice Cooper. Side C. <laughs> Bronze Age UFO. What a name. Maybe it's UFO. And then Alan Ravenstein. Pink dust at the point. That, that That's cinematic. Do, do you remember that? That. Uh, well, is that so, more smoke getting over to your side? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so there's a, there's a, there's a story behind this record. There's a, there's a, you know, I have uh, pros attached to each of these packages, uh, things I wrote, and the story that's here told, uh, kind of. I don't know. Anyway, it's not it's not it's not linear in its telling. But anyhow, a hundred years ago, um, I used to spend some time in Key West, and I used to like to fish. And I had the opportunity a few times to go out and fish in the Gulf Stream. And I had a there was a guy that I used to go with that I kind of knew a little bit. And you will remember uh, the Mariana boat lift where the Cubans. Uh, Castro vacated some of the prisons and sent a lot of people across to Key West. And um, there were a lot of Cubans that had an opportunity to get back some relatives. And they just descended upon uh, Key West. And the, it ruined everything for the locals. They, they couldn't fish. They couldn't get anything done because the, everybody was down there buying boats or putting boats in the water. And it was just chaos. And this guy... Uh, that I knew lost his business in the process. Uh, 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 he couldn't fish. There was no way to get out. The harbor was blocked. There was nobody down there to spend money on fishing. It was all about getting people over and back from Cuba. And uh, one day a guy showed up with a big wad of cash and wanted to buy his boat. And he was in such dire straits that he had no choice but to let him have it. And um, his first mate this isn't really in the story here, but his first mate was Wick, a guy named Wick. And Wick went along on the boat because the guy who bought the boat didn't even know how to start it. He didn't even know how to get it running. <laughs> and and Wick got it going and rode with him down to Cuba and, and back. His intent was to keep the guy from killing himself. And when they got down there uh, to Havana, they chained him. They chained Wick to the boat so that he wouldn't escape because they were worried that they wouldn't be able to get back with their passengers if Wick wasn't there because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. And uh, when they loaded up the boat to bring it back, it was so overloaded that Wick knew that the thing was going to sink. Uh, they would never be able to make the crossing. There were too many people on it. The gunnels were almost in the water already. And so he managed to escape. Uh, dove overboard, and they actually shot at him a couple times as he was trying to swim away. And he managed to somehow make his way back. But um, the story is really that I just, it broke my heart that this guy who had this boat that he loved and had this business that he enjoyed um, lost it all uh, as a result of this Mariana boat lift thing and the fact that he just had to sell his boat to this guy, which he just hated doing it. Um, because it wasn't, you know, there, you know, he was a working man, and this other guy was just a guy with a lot of money, and um, he was very resentful of the fact that he had to sell this boat to this guy, and that he really didn't have a choice. You know, there's a movie with uh, 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 
Humphrey Bogart and Ernest Bar uh, yeah, no, right. uh, Edward yeah, G. Robinson yeah. called Key Largo, Key West. Right. Uh, I think it's no. to have and have not actually, but but yes, there is a story, a Hemingway story that they made into a movie, and Bogart uh, they make him played yeah the cat right. Hey, yeah, soldier this, boy. He's he's an ex-soldier or something. Because I remember Edward G. Robinson dangling the pistol like, "Hey, soldier boy," or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought it, they, that that these gangsters are trapped in a hotel, and they got to use him to get out. And he, yeah, that one is Key Largo. But Key I think, Largo. That's the. I think they made another one uh, out of Hemingway's story to have and have not. They did. And I think they, they did. And I think they titled it that. Um, anyway, the the story of the the this guy's anyway yes, yeah. there are some parallels there. Yeah, that's a trip. Okay, what one ten in the underpass, uh, the the interstate. You know, people say, "What well, we were passing, you can't pass through Pedro. The Harbor Freeway ends in Pedro. You don't pass through." And it's and it's <laughs> it's designation number is the I one ten. So oh, let's okay. play that.
Pedro Show, last music for this edition. 110 in the Underpass, Alan Ravenstein. Then Poe from Burmes do Limbo. I'll be talking to them tomorrow, their uh, Brazil band. And final music, final song, Alan Ravenstein, Fargo. Which, you know, isn't that really far from Minneapolis? Yeah, well, I made a point of making those two words separate. So it's not really Fargo, it's Fargo. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's not that far ago. It's, I think right. it's more, oh, Moorhead City and then Fargo. 
Yeah, because I played a Holiday Inn there once. And uh, for all this thing that it's way out in the boonies and shit. You know, like Iowa being how far from Chicago. It's funny what people consider the boonies. Well, okay, but what's what's not far now was far then. Ah, good point. Good point. Like Pedro, right? They thought Pedro was never going to make it because they couldn't get fresh water here. And it was like only like seven, eight miles. But in those days, that meant a big difference. Mm. Uh, so, so where can people find uh, this music, this great music that you just did on the Internet? Okay, well, uh, it's, it's going to be released on uh, November 27th. And it's on Wave Shaper Media as uh, the record label. Um, there aren't yet, but there will be links on my website, which is alanravenstein.com. Um, and we should Alan spell that. Yeah, spell. Yeah, it's A L L E N. Say and no, no dot here. Just A L L E N, and then it's R A V E N S T I N E, and it's that last part that people have trouble with. So it's Raven like the bird Raven, and Stein like nine or fine or time, but not E I N. It's just T I N E. Ravenstein. Okay. Um, com, and so it'll be there'll be links there. Uh, there'll be. Via the Wave Shaper Media, I'm sure that it will also be on um, uh, iTunes, uh, also probably Bandcamp. Um, Absolutely. I think that's the best place for music these days. Did you have extra stuff? Is there stuff already for the next records? Uh, the next, the, the the music for the next two are done. It's just we're just work, we're yeah. working on the artwork right now. They should be out, and I'm hoping they'll be out in January. No. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Or was I, that I'm, the, looking out even, I'm looking out Sorry. even beyond that, Alan. Uh, well, I think there's going to be eight CDs. So there, this wow. is there's two, two that you have right now. There'll be two more in January, and then another four, and then the album itself, the art of the tyranny of fiction. Um, I I hope that all of that will be out by the end of next year. But the material's done. It's just a it's just a function of packaging and uh, sure, you know sure. whatever. But as they All come right. out, as they come out, will you come on the show and talk? Because man, it's righteous to get to talk about these things. Well, I would be thrilled. Okay. I, I really would. So I'll tell you what: it, when the, when the next two are ready, I'll send them to you, and we'll talk about a date. Okay, you got it. You got it. Thanks so much again. Anytime oh, yeah. on the Watt from Pedro show, you are primo. <laughs> People, Thank it's been you, October. Mike. Yeah, absolutely. You're very welcome. October 30, twenty twenty edition Watt Pedro show. People, keep your powder dry.